This week's question touches on something we do every day, probably without thinking. We're talking about putting rubbish in the bin. In April, we answered a question about the plastic bag ban and what impact it had on Canberra's waste. Many of you wrote to us with the same follow-up question. Colin McKay of Batemans Bay was one of them. Before he moved to the coast, Colin lived in Canberra. My question's always been, has the sale of kitchen tidy bags increased as a result of not having the normal plastic bags? In our case, we now have to go and buy bags, which we never used to. And speaking to other people about the same thing, they're in the same boat. In fact, even my daughter, who has a uh, large dog, has to go and buy special plastic bags for poo bags. So your daughter has quite a big dog, did you say? A shepherd. (laughs) Just hearing you talk about it, I get the sense that you have an opinion about this. I was just curious to know, are we just you know, replacing one problem with another? I'm Sonia G and this is Curious Canberra. It's a series that's driven by you. You ask the questions and journalists from the ABC Canberra newsroom do their best to find you a satisfying answer. Colin wanted to know if there was data on bin liner sales. So, after we talked, I called the major supermarkets in the ACT. While I waited to hear back, I went looking online and found a few reports that looked at what happened after the ban was introduced. An interim review published by the ACT government in 2012 found that bin liner sales had increased by 31%. But it wasn't the 70% that was initially predicted. This was in the first year of the ban, and it was thought that Canberrans had a large stockpile of plastic bags to draw on. But by 2014, the sale of bin liners actually went down, back down to pre-ban levels. And that's according to a second review. I didn't have much luck finding up-to-date figures. Coles, Woolies and Audi say it's against company policy to share sales data. I did speak to Terry Kakazis, who co-owns three IGA stores in Canberra and represents ACT store owners. Do you think it's possible to answer this kind of question with data from yourself and, and other big retailers? I think it's a very difficult question to answer. It sounds simple in, in theory, simply how many did you sell this period and how many did you sell post that period? But to collect that information is very difficult. So even within our group, we all we buy the majority, if not all, of our bin liners from one wholesaler, uh, but their data doesn't go back that far either. So, and they can't segregate just the ACT because we buy out of a warehouse that sells to other stores in the region and Sydney as well. Terry didn't have the data for his stores. He looked. But while we were chatting, he received a text from another store owner. I can tell you one store who I've spoken with who has seen an increase in overall sales in their store has seen a uh, decline of about 9% of sales in uh, bin liners and and bags that fit that category. And that was from 2011, the first quarter, as opposed to 2017, the first quarter. When you got that information just now, did that surprise you that the numbers went down? I had heard theories that the sale of bin liners had gone up since the introduction of the policy. So I was a bit surprised to learn that they'd gone down in one of my colleagues' stores. But that can be explained away because we sit at more the convenience end of the market. Potentially people are purchasing their bin liners from elsewhere. 
Hoping to find something a bit more conclusive, I turned my attention to South Australia. When it comes to plastic bag bans, they had a two-year head start. Theirs came into effect in 2009. I called Associate Professor Anne Sharp, who co-authored an evaluation of South Australia's ban. She's a senior research scientist from the University of South Australia. I've spent a lot of time going through bins and trying to figure out how can we make it easier for people, what's working and what's not working and the messages people are getting. We at Curious Canberra get a lot of questions specifically about bin liners. What could you tell me about what happened in your research in South Australia? That was a really important question to us as well and a little bit more difficult to answer because with plastic bag usage in a setting such as a supermarket, it's pretty easy to watch what people are doing and to ask them. Bin lining behaviour is a private in-home behaviour, so we have to rely on what people say they do. And sometimes what people say they do and what they actually do don't measure up completely. It was hard to exactly quantify, but by all sources we could say people had increased the use of bin liners, but not as much as might have been expected. It wasn't 100% replacement. More interesting to Anne was what happened next. As the plastic bag ban was being introduced, changes were also being made to the curbside bin system. A green organics bin was added, and it meant that South Australians had a new way of disposing of their garden and food waste. Anne says it prompted people to change. So lots of people started to get kitchen caddies coming in onto their bench tops and to be able to use compostable bags to collect food waste, which made your landfill bin much drier. So we know that some people at that point could and did stop using bin liners. Most Canberra households don't have a green bin. They're coming soon. The ACT government is currently trialling them in a handful of suburbs. Eventually, they'll be rolled out across the Territory, but collecting garden waste only. You're going through the phase that South Australia went through, where the bag ban is in effect, but your curbside system is not consistently taking food discounts into the green organics. So there's going to be some behaviours at the moment that might not be the same in three or five years' time. I had a couple of related questions. One we get less often than the bin liner one is one about dog poo and how people deal with that. Do you, did, <laughs> <laughs> did that come up in your research? No, that is not a question we were able to look at specifically. But I love that people are asking me really practical, sensible questions. If I'm lucky enough to get the chance to do some follow-up research, I'll make sure to add the dog poo question to my list. <laughs> You'll have to let me know how it goes. I won't forget. Don't worry. I gave Colin a call to share what I'd discovered. Colin McKay. Oh, hi, Colin. It's Sonia. I'm curious to know what you found out. There's no hard and fast answer to your question. It's it's very complicated. I think when we first spoke, you also raised whether if we're using bin liners, is that just replacing one problem with another? The most interesting thing I found, again, from that South Australian researcher, she explained it 
to say that the whole point of a plastic bag ban is to get rid of plastic and what they call the litter stream. So plastic bags flying around in the breeze that might end up in a waterway and cause more significant problems. So she says, if you're buying a bin liner, that's always going to end up in, yeah, that's always going to end up in landfill. That plastic is very unlikely to end up just flying around as litter. You've done a lot of work on this. I mean, I was expecting just a yes or no type answer, but it's obviously a lot more complicated than that. We've posted a video on our website featuring some brave Canberrans who showed us their bins and how they're managing without free plastic bags. Find it at abc.net.au slash Curious Canberra. We're also running a vote featuring three questions you've seen before that have come a close second. Make sure you click on your favourite. Next time on Curious Canberra, we answer a question about a town centre and an old Norse god. It comes from Gary Brown. I want to know who named the area Woden and why they chose such a name. All I know about the name Woden is that it's the name of an old Norse god. I mean, Wednesday is named after Woden.